Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Let's talk ICBC. Our public insurer has always been a bit of a political football in the past five years. We've heard terms like dumpster fire to describe uh, its finances since it's moved to a no-fault system. The present NDP government has been quick to mention the rebate checks the British Columbians have received and essentially putting out the dumpster fire. But it's not that simple. ICBC is a very complex uh, um, uh, public insurer set up by the IC, uh, set up by the NDP government in the early 1970s. Joining me now to talk a little bit about its finances is Richard McCandless. He's a retired BC government policy manager uh, and uh, has spent a lot of time looking at ICBC finances. Uh, Mr. McCandless, thank you for joining us. Good to be with you, John. Um, first and foremost, how would you describe the present finances for ICBC moving forward? Well, they've certainly stabilized from what they were, say, in the last five years. Mm-hmm. And uh, the amount of money that's going out in claims costs has dropped dramatically, and that's due to the switch to the no-fault model mm-hmm. from from the previous tort model. Which uh, and the main savings there is uh, uh, the cost of pain and suffering, which is. Uh, pretty much out of the equation now. Mm-hmm. And there's been many stories of people who have not been happy with the system, but it, 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 but it, I guess ICBC was following the lead of many other uh, insurers across this country. Um, yeah, we, we were the last, BC was the last province to move away from the full tort model. Mm-hmm. All the other provinces have done it much earlier. Uh, is it you're seeing the system, the the finances are stable? Uh, there were articles late uh, last year about potential deficit, uh, perhaps uh, investment challenges that ICBC had. Uh, overall, it, is it in a better place today? Yeah, it's in a far better place. They're still uh, having some issues, as far as I'm concerned, about forecasting their claims costs and also um, forecasting the future value of their investments. Now, none of those are easy to do, but um, I think ICBC could do a better job of than compared to what they have been doing. Why haven't they been able to improve on those areas? Partly, I think it's because the uh, any, any savings or losses just go back into the operation. It's not like the money goes to the taxpayer. Uh, it's all within uh, ICBC. So if you you have a nice profit at the end of one year that adds to their capital reserve, and if you have a loss that takes away from the capital reserve. Mm-hmm. So when you sift all that out, the key thing to understand about ICBC is how good is their what what's the health of their capital reserve. Mm-hmm. Um, is ICBC always going to be always going to be in this position only simply because it is a public insurer and it is ultimately answerable to elected officials and their whims? Yes, <laughs> that's what, that's the downside of, of having a public auto insurer. Now, but looking at other provinces, Saskatchewan, Manitoba, they don't seem to have the degree anywhere near the degree of political inf- interference that we've had in BC since the very beginning of ICBC. 
that just goes with the territory. Why is that, though? Why, why is that? I mean, you, you've, you've worked in the public service, so you've gone through a few, few governments uh, in the past and, and many, uh, I'm sure, politicians as well. Why do you think our political culture, uh, BC Liberal, BC United, uh, NDP, whatever it may be, different era, different time, yeah. uh, why do you think that is in our political culture, that we need to meddle in ICBC? Yeah, it's not just ICBC. They like to meddle with hydro, too. Um, not to mention BC Ferries as well. <laughs> yeah. it's It seems to be something here about, I don't know if it's a populist trend or, or what, but, of course, ICBC affects, like hydro does, affects uh, pretty much every voting household in the province. Uh, so, therefore, changes do have an impact. Yeah. But um, Saskatchewan, I, I don't know, they just... Maybe there's more uh, trust in their organizations in those provinces than there is here. Um, but but maybe the government's never given the organizations, and I'm including the Utilities Commission in this, mm-hmm. because they're supposed to oversee the basic insurance. But the government doesn't really let them do that. Um, they have too many cabinet orders to the Utilities Commission telling them what do, to do. Do you think the BC Ferries model prior to uh, the latest uh, last year, of uh, the last year, BC Ferries model may be changing a little bit, but certainly the, over the past few years, we've had sort of a an independent ferry system, as independent I guess yeah. as it can get, but it's been left alone to raise yeah. rates when it's required based on market conditions and make decisions without political meddling. Do you think ICBC needs a similar model? I think it would help. Um, I, th- I think... The model was there. It's the Utilities Commission is supposed to be the one overseeing the basic insurance. And, and in fact, in other provinces, I think Saskatchewan, they let them look at the optional as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so the model's there. It's just the politicians, unfortunately, don't want to let these uh, appointed officials uh, do their jobs, mm-hmm. do, do what they're paid to do. Uh, there's been many... Um a complaint that we need to get rid of it, yeah, that in the third decade of the 21st century, bring in private insurance, bring in competition, get away, government needs to get out of the, out of the way, uh, doesn't need to be in the insurance business, uh, like so many other jurisdictions. Uh, do you think that's going to still, that, that debate, that conversation will still remain even with, let's say, rates that have been relatively flat, even to the point where rebates have been coming back to uh, taxpayers? Yeah. Do you think that's still going to continue? Not just, it's, not just, it's not just rebates. I mean, our Premiums dropped by an average of 20, 25 percent mm-hmm, when we mm-hmm. switched to the no-fault. Now, putting it out to private sector, would they still do the no-fault? I don't know. Uh, I don't support um, the government creating a monopoly. Of, you know, we have to buy auto insurance. It's compulsory. Mm-hmm. So you're giving this to the private sector. I don't, I don't support that model. Um, if it's truly, um, you know, choice of the individual, that may be something that go to the private sector, but this is not. This is compulsory. Mm-hmm. So you're giving market share to the private sector for, for what? Uh, do you see any change to the no-fault system? Uh, I'm not saying we, we go back to the, the old system, but there's still a lot of pressure from trial lawyers and many others, and, and then from uh, people who have been victims of accidents saying they're not getting the care 
that they uh, hope to get, number one. And many have said, look, uh, in the old system, yes, you have trial lawyers involved, but they are able to uh, win compensation so victims can decide what their treatment looks like uh, and how they wish how they wish to be treated. Uh, a no-fault system sort of sends you into a big, giant bureaucracy, and, and there have been a myriad of stories saying yeah. that, look, it, this isn't, doesn't work for the for the consumer. Do you see any sort of tweaking of this system or, or even reverting back to the old system? Well, it's too soon to talk about reverting back. I I think that there may be tweaking down the road, I think. And this, this was recognized by uh, then Attorney General Eby when he brought it in. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they said this is one of the key things, this cultural change at ICBC that has to take place where it's now uh, a care model to emphasize this enhanced care. Mm-hmm. It's care versus just litigation in the courts. Um, and it remains to be seen um, if they're going to be responsive enough to to deal with these matters as they arise. Mm-hmm. Well, Mr. McCandless, our time has run out. I look look forward to having you on the show again. I know you, you focus not only your time and energy on ICBC, but energy as well. Uh, I do wish to have you on the program again, talk a little bit of LNG and BC Hydro as well, but thank you yeah. for your time today. All right. Thank you.